Welcome to the College Prep Genius Radio Show, where we can answer all your questions about getting college for free. Today, your host is Jean Burke, the author of College Prep Genius, The No-Brainer Way to SAT Success, and you can find her at collegeprepgenius.com. And I'm the moderator, Felice Gerwitz. Welcome. With College Prep Genius, free college can happen to you. That's right. It's never too early to start thinking about test prep to secure your future. Imagine getting free tuition, room, and board, free grad school, and more based on your SAT score. College Prep Genius is the key to free. This award-winning, nationally-featured program teaches students the logic behind the SAT, You'll learn to answer every question in 30 seconds. Raise your score as much as 600 points and go to the college of your dreams for free. Visit collegeprepgenius.com to know more. Hey everyone and welcome to the College Prep Genius Podcast. This is episode 69 and today we are going to be talking about 14 different scholarships that are available. Uh, today we're going to do the first of the 14. So we're going to do um, top seven uh, scholarships and then uh, we're going to do the next <laughs> top uh, seven scholarships actually. So um, we are going to talk about merit-based, supplemental, competitive, and direct competitive athletic arts activities in state. And uh, Jean's going to Jean Burke is going to be uh, jumping into that in just a minute. She is the creator of College Prep Genius, and you can find out more information at her website at collegeprepgenius.com. And I want to invite you to subscribe to this podcast and if you have a smartphone you can look at your podcast app and you can actually search for college prep genius podcast and it will come right up Um, also share this with a friend if you share this podcast with just one friend uh, who thinks they um, you know you know that they are interested in college and as Jean's been sharing maybe um, it's not something that they're really encouraging their kids to do because they don't have the money, um, you will find that there's a lot of ways, especially in today's podcast, that will help them with that. Uh, so do that. Share it with a friend. And uh, if you go to collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast, there are all kinds of social media tools there uh, that will help you do that. So today, Jean, welcome. You are going to be jumping right in and you are going to be talking about scholarships. Yes, and that's such a big buzzword when it comes to college because we all want scholarships, and scholarship basically means you don't have to pay it back, and I think that's uh, the key. And, you know, we we don't want our kids to have years and years of debt. We don't want to dip into our retirement or our savings or our equity of our home. You know, we want our kids to have a clean slate. And, you know, I once met someone, and I you know, I, I teach a lot of classes on how to ACSAT and get, you know, scholarship money. And I remember one time meeting someone, and I, I tend to ask a question in my class. I say, 
how, how many of you actually have $100,000 saved up? And, um, you know, and sometimes kids will raise their hand as a joke, you know, and I always say, well, great, you know, if you're loaded. Let's, let's, can I borrow some money, you know? Um, but I, I one time had a student who raised their hand, and they actually had $100,000 saved up, and which is rare. And I said to him, I said, what if you earned a $100,000 scholarship and your parents gave that to you after you graduated? And that way you could start off in life, you know, buying a house or traveling the world or whatever. And he thought that was a really great idea. And so, you know, if you are that rare person or family out there that has somehow have that kind of money or you've diligently saved um, and you do, um, think of it this way. If our children can earn their way by receiving their own scholarship money, um, then what a great blessing to take that money and to say, okay, now you've got a clean slate. Here you go. Take this money, invest it wisely in your own company, in, your, in a home or, or, or whatever. And, you know, that, that would be such a, a cool thing for our kids. And, you know, it, it means to have skin in the game. You know, when they've, you know, blood, sweat, and tears and worked and got that scholarship money, they can own it as their own. It's not entitled. Um, have a sad situation in my family where my cousin is very, very wealthy. And, you know, they've pretty much given their children everything and um, just, you know, didn't have to earn anything. And, and sadly, that unfortunately caused them the kids to really kind of go crazy and wild. And one child spent three years in college and only accrued uh, three hours of college credit in three years because he just partied and had oh fun. Um, it, it, it's sad. The second, the, the other, one of the other children, and this is a real tragedy, uh, given everything and got very heavy into drugs and w- allowed some really bad people into their home and they robbed them blind, the, 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 the parents' home, all their savings, their gold that they had, their safe, everything. And then ultimately, and this, it, it actually gets worse, and I, I'm saying all this for a reason, um, you know, the young man ultimately was charged with uh, capital murder uh, by sh- for shooting a drug dealer and, um, and, and again, keep in mind, this is, these people are very, very wealthy, the parents, and then ultimately, um, was on house arrest, and then he committed suicide. And, um, this happened just about a month ago, and this is my, my, my family members, and I say that to say, sometimes, and, and, and it's a real tragedy, I, my heart goes out to them, and I don't know the total situation, but I know that sometimes, um, when we as parents, you know, give our kids everything and don't allow them um, to earn it, then it doesn't mean as much. And so I think that if we can, you know, instill character in our kids and hard work and earn your own way, um, you know, it, you know, they, they're vested in it and it means so much more to them. And so scholarships is a, is a great way, you know, for your families. And I didn't mean to start with such a heavy thing out there, but I wanted you to know that I think our kids, we want to build character in them above all things. And we want them to know that this, that, you know, this is, the world doesn't owe them anything. You know, so many times we see a lot of entitled students out there and we really want them to say, listen, earn your scholarship, put the time in and you will be more thankful for your degree. And so scholarships are a great way to do that. And, you know, I've been teaching kids on, you know, ACE in the SAT and ACT and PSAT and now the CLT for years. And I, I always let the kids know, listen, there is no instant success when you're working to, to beat these tests. 
it's a matter of learning the strategies and the tools and the techniques and, you know, putting the time in and practicing and, you know, going in there and, and being able to discern the questions and, and answer them very quickly um, and get them right. You know, there you can't shortcut the shortcut. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, my friend said, and so I think that um, that's what we want for our kids. We want them to say, there's scholarship money out there, uh, but it's up to you to earn it. And so, you know, these scholarships are generally giving, given, um, you know, in, in a lot of different areas. And let's talk about merit. Now, merit scholarships are based on something your child has done. And it tends to be very often, you know, if they have a good GPA, uh, mainly their SATs or ACT scores uh, will, or, or their class rank is what will get them, you know, basic um, academic scholarships. Um, and so, um, you know, even some of the competitive scholarships. So let's talk about the qualifications based under merit. You know, if, if a student meets a certain criteria where they are awarded a scholarship, it's very often based on, you know, a first-come, first-serve, and the institution often, you know, has them a child fill application. You know, sometimes they have to submit more than one application. So let's talk about some qualification scholarships. Uh, for example, the University of Louisiana, they have what's called the Monroe President's Distinguished Scholarship. And this is based on an incoming freshman. It doesn't matter what your degree is or your, what your major is. And you need um, a required GPA 3.0. Um, and then, of course, your test scores will be something like an ACT 32, or that would probably play to around, uh, you know, around a 1400 SAT. So um, they, they will actually pay based on just those qualifications uh, and that merit. Uh, 12000 a year, and they even will give you study abroad money um, and, a, and a brand-new iPad. So, you know, that, that, that's a student coming in as they are with their own merit, the high test score, you know, a certain GPA, and then you can, you know, qualify for that. Now, sometimes there are what's called automatic qualification scholarships, and this is where a lot of colleges uh, will give uh, money to who, to students who meet specific criterion right upon when they admit uh, on their admission. And pretty much, you know, not, you know, some colleges um, simply post scholarship criteria on the website based on your test score. So I always tell students, you know, there's almost 5,000 colleges. You've got to go to their website, you know, because one college might say a 1350 SAT will get you a full ride, but then another college might say a 1400. So, they usually have them on there, and they'll, they'll list the type of money that you can get based on your test scores. Um, so, for example, the University of Alabama will actually award an out-of-state scholarship just simply based on your SAT score or your ACT score. Uh, the University of Oklahoma uh, gives automatic nas- awards to the National Merit Scholars, and I can relate to this because my son, being a National Merit Scholar, um, we were inundated with so many offers, and both Texas Texas A&M and University of Oklahoma both fight for the number one spot to have the most, the most National Merit Scholars. And so my son, being a National Merit Scholar, he had an automatic qualification for numerous colleges. Um, but I do remember both OU and Texas A&M just inundating our mailbox with letters, you know, just offering so many things from – not only full ride, and then they would send another letter and say, Josh, come, and we'll give you also honors dorms. And Josh, 
you know, sent us another letter, Josh Common will give you graduate money. And they just sort of kept up in the ante. But it, it was based simply on merit because he was a National Merit Scholar. So it was, it was automatic. He didn't have to do anything else. Just that title alone um, received uh, just unbelievable perks. Um, so, as you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer in doing well in the PSAT in the junior year. So keep that in mind. And of course, no two colleges are alike. Um, so um, you definitely have to check with the college themselves. I mean, certainly an Ivy League school doesn't necessarily care that your child's a National Merit Scholar because everybody who goes to an Ivy League school has a high SAT score. Um, so they base it more, like we talked about in the containment programs, and, and the need. Now, the supplemental qualification scholarships, these, this is where colleges will often provide some additional scholarship money to help supplement a student they've already accepted into their school. So uh, an example of a departmental supplemental scholarship would be um, the University of Alabama College of Engineering. They actually will give money on top of any regular university or institutional scholarship just based on an SAT score. Um, so, again, if you're in there and you've already got in, you've got some money, they'll say, hey, if you're going to be in our School of Engineering, we'll give you even some more money. So we'll help supplement anything that that first scholarship didn't, didn't cover. Um, any national merit or national achievement scholarships, um, they themselves are a lot of money, but what happens is when you are, like my son was a National Merit Scholar, um, it attracted all these colleges. Um, who wanted who wanted him? And when he went to Washington Baptist, he was he received what was called the trustee scholarship, um, based on the fact that his merit of being a National Merit Scholar, um, they just uh, gave him the, the the top scholarship money, which is basically everything paid for. Um, so you, you know, again, I, I love the fact that there's just so much out there. The University of Alabama uh, will give you know. Pretty much on that. If you're a National Hispanic Scholar or a National Achievement Scholar, um, again, we're talking full tuition, campus housing, um, even you know, spending cash, research funding. You know, Baylor. I know Baylor's looking for like a minimum of 55 National Merit Scholars. I'll give you full tuition. Um, the Florida, uh, Florida will give you uh, everything paid for. And I remember them even saying, "Hey, I will also give you another $5,000 spending cash." do whatever you want so um, this is why you know as a homeschooling mom I am such a big believer in students you know in, in, in families incorporating test prep uh, into their daily you know school along with your math and science and English um, because that's where the big money is and you know I do convey that in my conferences and in my you know, in, in all my information, and you'll have the ones who jump on it and go, well, that makes logical sense. And then you'll have the ones who, you know, just kind of drag their heels and like, well, I don't, I don't need to put that on my radar right now. And then they're the ones coming to me when their kids are at the end of the junior year and they're scrambling and stressing because they hadn't really done anything. And, you know, science and math, English, writing, history, the things that we teach our kids, and even if your kids aren't homeschooled, because I know, Felice, a lot of your audience is, you know, families who go to public or private school. So regardless of where you go to school, um, you know, the academics that your children are learning are so, so important. And we want our kids to know them and have a, 
a, a good education, but math or English or history, these things, none of these things are going to get your child that scholarship money when it comes to going to college. And so this is why test prep should just be another class that you have, that you put alongside everything else. Uh, so many times, you know, our kids are going to be tested not just in college or getting into college, uh, but one day at their job. And I was at uh, Florida a couple weeks ago, your stomping grounds, Felice, and mm-hmm. a gentleman came up to my booth and he said, um, I used your program on the civil service test and passed it. And, wow. you know, people are constantly telling me how they will use my program on so many other tests, not just your SATs and ACTs. Um, because once you learn general test-taking strategies, you can apply that that knowledge and that logic uh, to just about, you know, m- any standardized test. Um, so you're doing your child a disservice if you're not having them teach, uh, learn, and the, the test-taking techniques um, because they, they are pretty general in the sense that it makes your child think. had a great testimony the other day. Uh, I just got back from Virginia. young girl came up to my booth. She was just so excited, and she was telling me that she raised her SAT score, you know, a couple hundred points. And I said, oh, well, awesome. Can you give me a video testimony? She goes, well, I already did one for you a couple years ago. I go, oh, okay, great. You know, I see so many people, so I didn't remember. And she said, but I have to tell you something. She goes, I'm a senior college right now, and I was studying for the LSAT, which is a test that you take to get into law school. And she said, I was noticing that I was getting all these questions right, and I didn't even, I'd never even taken LSAT before. And she goes, and I realized it was all those strategies from College Trip Genius that were kind of rising up in me, and I was actually applying them to the LSAT. Um, and I was I was thrilled because, you know, again, it's some it's just this knowledge that you can take with you and use on so many different areas. And so when we're talking about merit scholarships, you know, 85% of colleges are going to admit and give money just simply based on your test score, and that's what's called merit. Now let's talk about some competitive scholarships. Now what these are, um, I think that um, – people don't really realize is that you have to separate the those the committees who select the award the awardees among the applicants and each institution will have its own scholarships and sort of their own process for their own competition uh, so very very competitive and what you need to do is you need to you know go to that uh, college's website and ask them you know about their own competitive scholarships so let's talk about uh, uh, you know, some of them, um, Lamar University, uh, it's called the Maribo Scholarship, and that's spelled M-I-R-A-B-U, B-E-A-U, Maribo. Um, this is where any outstanding incoming freshmen with exceptionally strong ap- academic records are, they're invited to apply for what's called the Competitive Scholarship. And if you, you're awarded it, you will receive a full scholarship for four years Again, covering tuition fees and board books, all that. Uh, it's it's only of a, applicants who are first time freshmen can apply. Uh, you have to have a minimum SAT of a thirteen sixty or an ACT of twenty nine, and record a demonstrated excellence in academics, leadership service, and any kind of creative endeavors. And so, you know, this goes back to me talking about the 
the college and career notebook um, that you should be making in high school. Uh, I, you know, I talk all about that in my book, High School Prep Genius. But really, you know, your child logging in volunteer hours and um, getting some leadership skills and, you know, doing well on their test scores. So, again, here is a college that will, you know, give you this. It's very competitive, and it's on a first-come, first-served basis, um, but something that's definitely available for you to, to check into. Now, the any direct competition scholarships, this is where um, the competitive scholarships will take all the applications, and from that they will select um, the recipients from the very top applicants. And, and, of course, sometimes this can include an interview or an essay as a part of the competition. So, for example, George Fox University has what's called the Scholarship Competition Day. Uh, Texas Tech offers competitive scholarships to any transfer students. St. John's University offers a range of competitive scholarships up to a full tuition. Uh, so, again, you know, no two schools are the same. There's no one size fits all. So, again, check with that particular school, whatever their rules and requirements are, so that maybe your competitive scholarship can also be put into, for lack of a better word, a pot to go for the mm-hmm. for the very, very top-tier students. And, again, what right. does that get you? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, I wanted to no, jump in. more money. Um, yeah, one of the offers my son received was um, that specific college where he wanted to play sports. He qualified for more academic money than athletic money. So they were, um, the coaches said they would, uh, you know, he had to apply to the school, but then they would submit his information. And he did get selected as one of the students who could compete for the scholarship. And they were going to fly him. This was in Georgia. They were going to fly him to Georgia, room, you know, room and board. They were going to give him money for meals and hotel. And, you know, I would fly up with him. Um, mine would not be paid, you know, for um, my flight, but I could, you know, that you could take a parent. Um, and he ended up not doing it, but that was the same thing. Uh, he He's not going to that school, but I was, I was kind of pulling for that school um, because it was an undergrad school, but then they had a deal with Georgia Tech that any of their engineering students would automatically, if they had a high enough GPA, which he would have had to have to keep a scholarship, would immediately get um, into the Georgia Tech uh, engineering program, which would have been perfect. But um, it it was amazing because they would pay four years scholarship, but just showing up, which they were paying for you to show up, they were giving you $17,000 a year. Now, it was an expensive Mm. college. But just because you showed up, you were guaranteed that $17,000 off of tuition per year. So, you know, that's pretty awesome. And there were not a lot of applicants. You know, they didn't take a bunch of people. But it was based on uh, quite a few things. And I think the athletic department, um, like they were given two, two slots. So it was like different departments could actually um, nominate different kids. So that was interesting. So there's, like you said, you know, it's almost like, you know, figure out where you would like to go and, you know, start there location-wise and then work backwards because we never would have even found out about this other than going and visiting the school because um, that's how we, you know, we learned about it from the coach when he looked at 
um, his scores. Um, also, you're right. Some of them, uh, we would sit down with the coach, and the first thing they did was take out a little chart. And they said, oh, what, you know, what are your SATs? Well, based upon that, and they go down the list, and this is what you qualify for, and you're eligible for this. So that is, you know, you've been saying this now. This is show number 69 for 68 other shows <laughs> beside this one. Those test mm-hmm. scores are so important. They are, you know, we just can't tell you enough how important they are. And, um, you know, so so just to, you know, kind of confirm what Jean's saying, um, it's, it's important. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to add that to, you know, because like you said, you, you know, you won't know um, until you, you figure out what school you want to go to. Right. You know, at, at my conferences, I meet two types of people. I will have people come up to my booth and say something like, I'm, I'm so glad I heard you speak three years ago. I had a seventh, eighth grader. You know, I, none of this was on my radar, but it made logical sense to me that you would start early and put time on your side and working on these test scores. And, and here we are, you know, three years later and we've got, you know, full rides to college. And then I'll hear the people come up to me and go, I, I wish I would have heard you three years ago uh, because now we're, you know, at the end of our rope and we're struggling, we're stressing, we're scrambling. We don't know what to do because we have very little time and my child is so, so busy with school and job and sports and all these things. And so, um, you know, I, I've learned. I mean, I, could, I can only do so much when I really encourage people. I just know we've been there and done that. And I've seen tens of thousands of people, you know, lives change based on a test score, not an instant success, but something that you incorporate and you learn because colleges do get their national rankings based on scores. So when you have a high score, you know, certainly it, you know, brings their rankings up and they give you all kinds of perks. And so, you know, I just have learned to just go on. You know, I I, I just share it. People either jump on it or they don't. And, you know, I hope they do because, you know, their their decision goes from, the finances to the institution, you know, where in the world do we go to because we have so many offers. And so hopefully, you know, we can just encourage people that th- these are not my rules. These, I, I, I didn't make up these rules. I'm, I'm just basically showing you how to play the game. You know, if you don't know the rules of the game, you can't play. So, right, okay. So right, let's right. talk about athletics. Yeah. Athletic scholarships, which is, you know, up your alley, you know all about that. Right. And by the way, colleges tend to give the academic scholarships before they give the athletic scholarships. Yeah. So I think families need to know that even if you have a child who's very talented uh, in in a sport, some kind of um, uh, athletic ability, um, that's great. Uh, but also know that, you know, you definitely need a backup plan. So keep keep that in mind. And I think another misnomer that people think about is, you know, well, my child's pretty good, but they're not pro-good. There are still thousands of opportunities for students who are an above-average athlete. You know, you don't have to be bound for the the National Football League or whatever, uh, but colleges are still looking for students who who do well. So keep keep that in mind. And now when it comes to the – the college world and and athletic world, um, it's broken into four different domains, NCAA, NAIA, NJCAA, and NCCAA. Uh, Now, the NCAA, the National Collegiate Athletic Association, 
is probably the most well-known. And this is where, you know, if your student's going to be playing Division One or Division Two sports, um, this is, they would qualify for this. And, you know, again, keep in mind, you still, you could have the, the best swimmer, the, the greatest uh, runner. Uh, you still have to meet the SAT score. I too often have met parents or phone calls or emails of parents who call me and their child is extremely talented, have been working for years uh, in a particular sport to excel. Uh, and then when it comes down to it, they don't have the SAT score to get in, so they can't take advantage of that scholarship. So something that should be going hand in hand, uh, you know, as, as they're, you know, working out and practicing. And then you've got your NAIA, which is the National Association of Intercollegiate Athletes. And this is actually more for the smaller colleges that have only two divisions. And so, again, many of them offer full and even partial scholarships uh, to this uh, you know, particular type of college. And so they they also have an eligibility center that you can apply for and, and find out what, what they're offering. And then you've got your NJCAA, the National Junior College Athletics Association. Um, and this it tends to be for more of your community college or junior college that pretty much are two-year or they're the associate degree colleges. Uh, and, again, there are full and even partial scholarships available so um, they, they even have a list, uh, a recruiting list that you can actually check into. And then there's the NCCAA, the National Christian College Athletic Association. Um, and there's a, probably around 100 uh, members in two different divisions, um, D1 for a four-year Christian liberal arts university, D2 for more of a smaller school or a Bible college. Um, and then they also have that cross-membership as well. So Again, they also provide full or partial scholarships. So, you know, you can get the list of NCCAA colleges. So the beauty of the of Google uh, is that, you know, we can just plug in something other and, and pull up, you know, a lot of information that we, we didn't have advantage years ago to be able to do. So um, and then I think something other that um, a little known fact is that many NCAA D1 schools have what's called club football. So club, in quotation, level at some institutions at varsity levels are, could be like a badminton or fencing or lacrosse. So, again, some extra ways, you know, to be able to, to get some money, judo, that type of thing. So these are not necessarily your more well-known sports, but, again, you know, if your child uh, does very well or even above average in these areas, hey, there's probably some scholarship money out there for them, so based on their merit in this area. Now, um, we want to talk about a little bit about the art scholarship. Uh, art would be some – this is, again, based on merit. This is something that your child does well in and is able to hopefully get some money for. I remember my daughter being um, – she w was a ballerina. She also uh, did Irish dance. She also did theater, um, and I remember her, you know, auditioning for the um, Bellhaven College in down in Mississippi, where you they actually have Ballet Magnificat there, and um, they also have scholarship money. I think her full ride would have been on a 1340 SAT back in those days, and so which is you know very doable. But she ended up going to another college, which she really loved, but. When we're talking merit based on art, we're talking, you know, dance, 
music, um, art, theater, photography, uh, you know, band, cheerleading, you know, these type of things. These are an art and, you know, just maybe finding these type of scholarships might take a little bit more research and a little bit more digging around because it can be very competitive. Uh, but again, you know, there are schools that will offer your child this kind of money based on these um, areas that they have done well in. So, so keep that in mind. I mean, there's, and there's, there are specific business uh, music schools that specialize, uh, you know, just in the, that particular art alone or dance, like I said, Ballet Magnificat was from Belhaven. You know, there's bachelors of fine art schools, art universities, schools of theater major. My one uh, friend of my son's, when he, my son was in L.A., my son volunteered at a homeless shelter, and he met a young man named Isaiah, and Isaiah was working in the homeless shelter because he had gotten uh, kicked out of his home while he was still in high school because I believe the story went his mom had married her eighth husband and he had turned 18 while still in high school and the husband was like, okay, you're 18, you got to go by. And, it, you know, he kind of couch surfed just to finish high school, didn't have any money, didn't know what to do, and he found a program in L.A. that you could work in a homeless shelter. And my son was volunteering and my son said, Isaiah, why are you not in college? because he'd been on high school a couple of years. And he said, well, you know, I don't have any money, and I did terrible in the SAT. And, well, my, my son was like, okay, you're in luck. My mom is coming to town, and you are taking her class in Riverside. And he did. And, you know, he raised his SAT score 400 points and got a full ride to NYU. And I was really blessed to go to his uh, graduation last year at Yankee Stadium. And he was a theater major. And he has been able to audition with Julie Andrews and for various Netflix shows. And so there's money out there. You know, it, it, like I said, it may take some research for you to find it. You know, make sure you have the test scores. Um, but you can, you know, get scholarship money based on, you know, your your art arts activity, whether it's dance or music or band or, or, or whatever. So. Keep that in mind. Don't, don't ever rule anything out. I'm, I'm a big believer in uh, not ruling anybody out. There's, there's something for everybody, so keep that in mind. Great. That's, wonder, that's a wonderful story. And, and, and you know what's, what's so great about it is this was a guy, Lily, who had no – he didn't have a future in his own eyes. He thought, I don't – you know, I have nowhere to go, nothing to do, and – you know, being able to stand, be there in Yankee Stadium and watch him graduate, the kind of, it's almost like my baby, you know, and, and he right. considers my son like a big brother to him. Um, but to see someone's life changed and to be able to fulfill their dreams and, you know, uh, be able to go to college and get that degree. And, you know, we talk many times about, you know, college is definitely not for everyone. But you know what, if, 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 if the degree you require or, we want to be in leadership positions one day, you know, that degree does make a difference. And so, and if you can go based on your merit and you can go on scholarship money, then why not? You know, it's, it's a great time. Exactly. So. All right. So and now we have activities. Well, activities are based on just 
your like debate teams and journalism and you know uh I think I said cheerleading I should have said that for this one cheerleading and band these are more activities the other more of the the arts was more your theater and drama but you know a lot of times you know there are students who are very very schooled and very smart in debate and they've really you know joined a lot of the teams you know, in their public school, private school, or homeschool. We, we as homeschoolers have some great debate programs. I know we have, uh, we had a program called North Texas Speak Out uh, Debate Team here. I'm not sure it's, it's still around or if the name changed, um, but just such a great way to get out there and, and display your, your reasoning skills, your logic skills when you're debating someone on a topic. I've been a judge for a lot of debate teams. And I love the fact that these students can on the fly just argue anything. And I think that's such a great uh, skill for our kids. You know, knowing what I know now, I would go back and have my kids start debate at an earlier age. Both of them did a little bit of debate, my daughter a little bit more. Um, and she was she sort of pinch hit for one of my friends. She did debate at our co-op, um, but, but her teacher was involved in all these different competitions. And one of the kids got sick, and they called my daughter up at the last minute. Do you want to come and be on the debate team and, and do this? And you know, she didn't practice; she didn't do anything. They only had the car ride down there. I think it's Oklahoma, and they took first place. Uh, and wow. so, you know, I told my daughter she ought to, she she wanted to be a lawyer at one time, and I said, you still need to be a lawyer. You still you still got that girl. So, so I think that's great. Um, but uh, journalism is, you know, again. If your kids can get involved in some kind of newspaper writing or a yearbook, um, these kind of activities, even even in your homeschool group, you know, I know we did that at our co-ops. We we had those classes. I, I taught yearbook for about three years, and um, just teaching kids on how to put together, you know, to take photos and and to journal and write up little sayings for each family. So it's great. And and band, you know. Band is more of an activity. It probably falls under activity more than it does under art because, you know, you, if you're in a marching band, requires a lot of discipline, a lot of practice, a lot of work. And so there are those merit scholarships just based on you coming to a college and being able to be out on that field when the athletes are out there. And they do entertain the crowd. And so I think it's a, a great way to take that, take that talent and move it on to college and still be able to get some money for it. So a lot, a lot of things. If whatever, whatever your child is involved in, more than likely there's probably a scholarship for it. So, so don't rule out whatever they're doing as a waste of time. Just, you know, look around, do some research, and you'll probably find uh, something, some money for you. Very good. And now we're at state. Well, you know, state scholarships are – absolutely going to vary depending on your state. Um, you know, when I, as I travel around and I go to different states and I, I try to do a little bit of research before I show up so I kind of know what's going on, um, like I said earlier, just always, depending on where you live, go to your own Department of Education. You're probably, you may be surprised what kind of money is there available just by you living in that state. When I, when I go to your state, Florida, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Bright Future is something that y'all have, and I've been able to teach thousands of kids how to get the Bright Future uh, scholarship. Right. But I had a really great Some story the- a couple weeks ago when I – I'm sorry? 
I wanted to jump in. Some of the states do accept it, like Georgia was one that did accept Florida Bright Futures. And Michael still um, got it and is applying for it, even though he's going out of state in case, and this is something that, you know, I wouldn't even have thought of, um, you know, he comes back to Florida, then he would still have it, um, you know, if he decides he wants to finish his, his college here in Florida. So as long as he's applied for it upon graduation, you know, he has it in the system. So that's, that's good to know. That's almost a, almost like a reciprocity scholarship in a way. Right. Because it's a, it's a neighboring right. state. That's great. Well, you know, yeah. when I was in Florida uh, for the FEA a couple of weeks ago, I uh, got some amazing testimonials. But one of the cool testimonials I got, and I'll put, I'll put this on my YouTube channel once I get a chance to do it, but a lady came up to my booth and she said, she goes, I came at the year before at FEA when y'all were closing up. It was the very end. You know, I was stressing out. Uh, her son was a senior, so they were at the very end. It was at the wire. I mean, this was it. And, she, you know, as you know, by future, you can actually take even the up, up until the June SAT um, to get that bright future uh, top, top award. And she said, I got your program. My son did it, and she said in five days he raised his math 160 points. Wow. And got the top right future scholarship full ride. Now, I don't recommend waiting five days, <laughs> um, but that's just a great testimonial because, I mean, they had no other choice. And so she's certainly a big believer in the pro my program. But um, so you have the bright future there. Uh, South Carolina has what's called the Palmetto Fellow Scholarship. Again, reaching a certain test score can get you that money. The Alaska Performance Scholarship, uh, if, again, based on your test score, you can literally get a full ride to any college in Alaska, but you can also get a full ride to any trade school based on the Alaska Performance Scholarship. So if child, your child wanted to go into more of a trade as in a mechanic or a hairdresser, then that money can be used for that. Uh, so, you know, every every college, you know, Georgia has the HOPE scholarship. You, you can actually just Google, like I said, state scholarships. Uh, you know, the Department of Education is a good place to start. I, I think, you know, no, there's, again, there's no one size fits all. So you have to really specifically you know, check out your own, you know, your own uh, state. Uh, if I were just to click on Montana State Residence Scholarship, they have what's called the Incentive Grant. They have what's called the Montgomery County Scholarship, the Montana Commission of Higher Education. I mean, the Rocky Mountain Coal Mining Institute. So, you know, again, this is great wherever you live. Uh, you know, just start there um, because, you know, many times students go in-state and there's money you know, available. So, so if, you know, a lot of times people, most people tend to stay in state. So there's bound to be some kind of money somewhere. Yeah, very good. All right. Well, we are going to um, end this episode today. And the next um, episode is going to be on little, little known scholarships. Uh, so we are going to uh, do that one next. So, Again, you can find the show notes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast. Look for episode uh, 69 and the top seven college scholarships 
um, as well as the next one uh, that um, is Little Den Scholarships coming up. All right, Jean, well, thank you so much, and take care. And, uh, again, um, head over to collegeprepgenius.com and check out Jean's programs. Thanks so much, Jean. Thanks. Well, thanks so much for listening to the College Prep Genius Radio Show. You can find more episodes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast or listen on iTunes, on your favorite podcast app, on your phone, on your computer, or on the go. Remember, visit collegeprepgenius.com for more information and we'll see you soon.